good day and welcome to the show for champions which is the UEFA Champions League podcast and wherever you are listening to this episode from whether you are in the USA on the African continent North America South America Asia Europe Australia New Zealand and Oceania welcome to the most exciting informative and educative sports show on the calling platform on apple podcast and on spotify with yours truly philip alimo and yes i have love for sports on today's episode we'll be looking at the highlights and reaction from the champions league quarterfinals first leg games involving benfica Liverpool, Man City versus Atletico Madrid, Villarreal versus Bayern Munich, and Chelsea versus Real Madrid. It's advantage Man City and Liverpool in the Champions League quarterfinals. Karim Benzema's hat trick hands Real Madrid a crucial win away with a two goal cushion. Villarreal put on a defensive masterclass to shut out Bayern Munich in their narrow win in Spain. Sit back, relax, and enjoy as I give you all the nitty-gritties that you need to know. Liverpool continue their impressive run against Portuguese sides in the Champions League by beating Benfica 3-1 away in Lisbon, let's take excerpts of that game. The Estadio Jaluz awaits the entrance of two of the great names in European football for this smashing looking Champions League qualifier for the first leg. Nearly ready to go. Liverpool in the lemon yellow and Benfica in the red and white. And they take the knee in the battle against racism and all social injustice around the world. 60,000 fans, great noise, great bubble of football atmosphere. Once it comes, looking for a brilliant header, and Liverpool are ahead. Ibrahima Konate, stole into space, lovely delivery, firm header, terrible marking. And that's his first for the club. And Liverpool lead, Benfica nil, Liverpool up. What a great header. From Canate, he's obviously come in for Matic. You know that the delivery is going to be really good from Liverpool. Outswinger gets up well, as you say, marking his poor, but gets up well, heads it down into the corner. Strong, strong header from Canate. Good start from Liverpool. Special moment for him, the former Leipzig player. Here's goes near post. Always a chance at the far, it was a big chance for Benfica. All the way through for Otamendi, we've seen him score, not often, but important goals for Manchester City in the past. Hasn't netted this season for Benfica, should have netted there. Yeah, he should, and, and that is a, a huge chance. Can't get it on target. That is a huge chance, because set-pieces are going to be key for Benfica tonight. Mane looks for the flag. Diaz with the setup header. 
stays down. Liverpool in the driving seat in the quarterfinal. Think it might be checked. But Tunnel is the scoreline on the board. This is a lovely ball from Trent Alexander Arnold. Again, that's exactly what he can do. Very unselfish play there from Diaz. I think he's onside. Sadio Mane puts Liverpool two goals to nil up at Benfica with his 15th of the campaign in all football. Alexander Arnold, big crossfield swept pass to Robertson. Yeah, a long time, but that's been the way Liverpool have played the last few years with the fullback pairing. Switching play from side to side. Here's Rafa Silva now for Benfica. All slipped by Canate, and it's invited Benfica back into the game. Darwin Nunez makes it Benfica 1, Liverpool 2. Canate, early hero scoring, Dylan there, allowing Benfica back into the tie. Really sloppy from Liverpool. There's a couple of mistakes in that initially from Liverpool giving the ball away and then like say Canate missing the ball but this is brilliant on the right hand side gets his head up whips it in Canate's got to do better there his body position's all wrong come down Fika on the left hand side there's a chance for Everton just outside the box and it's saved, parried and cleared away. But what's the better option to slip it to his right-hand side? It wasn't taken up and the chance is gone. It's a huge chance outnumbering Liverpool there. And you could see what made him have the shot. Andy Robertson thought he was going to go to his right-hand side. He didn't. He then cut in and had the shot. Alison, like we've mentioned, that world-class keeper makes big saves at big moments. Oh, here's Alison just turning away there. From Rafa Silva. Got away with it. Only just. He gets a little bit lucky there, doesn't he? Yes. Under pressure. Startled on the occasion. Now here's Cater. All the way through. Can Diaz get there? The goalkeeper hesitated. It could be a fatal mistake. It is. Liverpool have a third and they have a crucial two goal buffer to take to Anfield. That's a massive moment. And the hesitation could be the undoing of Benfica. Like you say, it's that hesitation. Good play from Peter. Spots the run, he's onside. Poor defending, he just gets in between the two defenders. But once he's rounded the goalkeeper, a little bit of a tight angle, but he's going to miss on that left foot. But if the goalkeeper had just he started to come, then he hesitated, then he couldn't get out there. Good play from Diaz. Notice that. Diaz with the third goal, and surely that has given Liverpool one foot in the European Champions League semi final. They go away from this quarter final first leg with a precious victory. Benfica. So that is Benfica 1, Liverpool 3, going into the second leg with a crucial advantage. So Liverpool took their chances to end a 3-1 victory at Benfica in the UEFA Champions League quarterfinal first leg. And some key moments in the game. Canute headed home Liverpool's first goal in the 17th minute with Sergio Mane doubling the lead from Diaz-Eda 
in the 34th minute and Darwin Nunes sweeps in Rafa Silva's cross in the 49th minute with Luis Diaz rounding off the goalkeeper to had a late third in the 87th minute. Liverpool had won all four away games in the competition this season and were quickly into their stride in the first leg game at Lisbon. The difference in the ruthlessness in the first half was summed up when Nicolas Otamendi glanced Benfica's first chance wide and the visitors, that is Liverpool, responded by doubling their lead shortly after Sergio Mane tapping in after Luis Diaz had met Alexander Arnold's racking pass with a cushioned header. In terms of the stats from the game, the key stats, Benfica are without a win in their last nine Champions League games against English clubs, recording two draws, seven losses since a 2-0 away victory against Liverpool in March 2006. The Eagles have not won any of their previous nine games in the quarterfinals of the Champions League, recording three draws and six losses. Sergio Mane became Liverpool's second top scorer in Champions League from group stage to the finals with 22 goals, moving one ahead of Steven Gerrard. 13 of Sergio Mane's last 19 goals in the Champions League have been scored in the knockout phase of the competition. Liverpool won seven of their last eight Champions League games against Portuguese sides, recording only one draw. Liverpool won each of their five Champions League away games this season. That is impressive from Liverpool. After the game, Andy Robertson and Sergio Mane discussed taking a two-goal lead back to Anfield with the former making light of some unsavory scenes. Let's take excerpts of that interview we had with Robertson and Sergio Mane after the game in Lisbon. So that was an important moment for, for you all? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a tough game. Um, obviously on top, first half, created good chances, probably could have went in a couple more up. Um, and then we wanted to you know, keep it tight and unfortunately we didn't manage to do that. They obviously got a goal which you know, lifted the crowd, lifted them and they started winning balls. We started getting a bit sloppy and things like that. So the third goal was big, um, but there's definitely still work to do. Of course, you won't say next week lightly at any stage, I'm sure, Sadio, but uh, another goal in the knockout stages for you, making a good habit of that. Oh, finally. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, well, I think it's not, it can happen, but uh, like I always said, I think um, we've been winning, that's the more important. So let's go, go today, I'm happy, but uh, the more important is uh, the, the, the goals we score and uh, the points we get. So even so, uh, Waiting now for the next game and to make the job done. Yeah, and some of the changes felt a little bit almost pre-planned with Sunday in mind. Would that be true? Well, I don't know. This is we have to ask the boss. As a player, I think uh, yeah, we are we are we are Liverpool. We are deep squad, so yeah, sometimes it's important to make changes for the for the team. And um, obviously, very nice for Luis at the end to score back in Portugal. 
got a nice reception from the Benfica fans. <laughs> yeah, he got a nice reception from the start. Um, obviously playing for one of their rivals and things like that, so a good finish for him. Um, a really important goal for us, like I said, it gives us you know a two-goal cushion, which makes a difference. And it's important we make that count now. And um, you know next week it's, it's still a big game. We want to be in the semi-final and. We've still got a lot of work to get there, but hopefully with our fans at our stadium that um, you know we can hopefully get the job done. Speaking of receptions, you had a slightly unpleasant last couple of minutes taking that corner. They weren't giving you too much love, were they? Yeah, they weren't best pleased, were they? Maybe um, you know quite a few lighters thrown at me, so you know maybe it will help them stop smoking. Maybe so um, take the positives. But look, obviously we've seen it a lot. Um, you know people getting hit, things like that. You know, luckily they were all quite close to me, but none of them hit me. So like it's, it's tough when you get so late in the game they're frustrated I get that and everything but you know you should try not throw stuff uh, onto the pitch because you know it can hurt people and things like that but I would move on and um, I was just trying to take the corner and get out of there as quickly as possible and um, you know luckily it was you know right at the end of the game and Sadio finally it's a good start to a very big week and a half eh? Yeah. good start good start so we can't we can't expect better than that and uh, now we we have to ask to play better next game Thank you very much. Good luck, Sunday. Thank you very much. So that is Sergio Mane and Robertson speaking to us in that interview. Another game that was exciting was the Man City Atletico Madrid in the city of Manchester Stadium with Manchester City beating Atletico Madrid 1-0. Let's head straight to the city of Manchester Stadium to take excerpts of that game. The last stage. And here we have a clash of the Champions League nearly men. Last season's runners-up, Manchester City, against twice-beaten finalists and once in the old European Cup, Atletico Madrid. And this is Jao Cancelo. Very nicely done. Mores. Bernardo Silva didn't get it, and good the one. Won't be able to ahead of Jan Oblak. When you look at Manchester City and the players in the box, you always think it's a waste of time crossing the ball, but it isn't because they get runners arriving at the right time. It's a decent delivery. Bernardo Silva doesn't win the first one, but Gundogan's close to winning the second. The Salco just about round on the cover. Bernardo Silva had to stretch. It's Gundogan. He led back as he hit it. Another great effort. Gundogan got underneath this one. Mares. He was asking for the ball, making a late run into the box. In from De Bruyne. Felix gets it clear. De Bruyne has the angle. Too close to the keeper. Loves to put them in from there usually. She has the fraction too much height on it. Ake. The port were at the far post with two centre backs, the centre back and the left back. Oda Silva has gone out to the left for now. Mares, Joe Cancelo. It's uh, the latest in a series of crosses that have been relatively easy for Jan Oblak. Well, as soon as that ball was played forward by Mares, the players on the edge of the box should be racing into the box. Cutback wasn't on. De Bruyne. Gulduan took that nicely. Sterling can't connect at the end. A little deflection means a corner. That was good for Manchester City. Great touch from Gundogan because this ball's fired in at him. At this point, he thinks he's just going to pass it into the corner. Two separate barriers in front of Oblak. 
There's the Broida and Old Black. Oh, good adjustment. He's filled it, but he swung his leg at the right time. Jack Felix is now fouled. Free kick Atletico. Little bit of respite for them. Good bit of golfing. Good bit of goalkeeping for them. There's three Manchester City players that move out the way. Jack Felix turns his back on it. It's a decent save, but there's the good bit of goalkeeping you were talking about. Has to readjust. And he just gets that right boot to it. Support! Couldn't get over it. It's as good a chance as there's been. There again, you see the problems. The man marking. They're not watching the ball. They're not attacking the ball. Really should do better. Laporte had a chance in the first half. Time his header. Foden. De Bruyne in! De Bruyne scores! That's what the game needed. One full Foden pass later. Manchester City have the lead. Here's the turn from Foden. Then he starts running with it. The pass is imperfect. Felipe for once didn't read the pass. And Kevin De Bruyne just passes it beyond the goalkeeper of Black. What a good goal from City's point of view. Brilliantly finished. Bernardo Silva. Foden. Away from Condombia. Super footwork from Foden. Here's Bernardo Silva and De Bruyne. Savage with the block. Foden. Half cross. Half effort into the far corner. Well, brilliant from that man there. Phil Foden to start with. Skips past Condombia. He's beyond the next challenge. Now, could Kevin De Bruyne really strike through the back of it? Comes off almost his heel in the end. Not a great finish from him. Easy for Savage to make the clearance. De Bruyne, Bowden to his right. De Bruyne going for goal. Bowden doesn't mind that his captain, as he is now, did that. Yeah, they're backing off, they're backing off. You know, he's got a good strike on him. Strikes it well enough, but always rising above the crossbar. Phil Foden on. He'd been on the field 79 seconds when he played the pass through for Kevin De Bruyne to make the final score tonight in the first leg of this Champions League quarterfinal. Manchester City won. Atletico Madrid now. So that is it for that game. Manchester City won. Atletico Madrid nil. Kevin De Bruyne scored the only goal to give Manchester City a slender first leg win against a typically stubborn Atletico side in the UEFA Champions League quarterfinal between the champions of England and Spain. Some of the key moments from the game was when Oblak kept out De Bruyne's free kick in the 55th minute and Laporta heading over from 6 meters in the 63rd minute and in the 70th minute, Kevin De Bruyne firing home the only goal of the game. City dominated possession in the first half with 70% of the ball, but neither side registered an effort on target in the opening period. The home team had more clear chances after the break and definitely it eventually paid off with that De Bruyne opener. Black, after the game, had this to say. He said, we all knew this would be a complicated experience. We came looking for a good result. We lost 
but 1-0 down. The tie is still very much all to play for. We defended really well throughout the game with the sole exception of their goal. City play using possession as a strength, but we were clear-headed all night. We, we closed spaces down, and I don't think it was specifically their substitutions that changed the game. It was just one moment. That is Jan Oblak, the Atletico Madrid goalkeeper. Kevin De Bruyne also had this to say after the game. He said the first half was tight. In the second half, we had a couple of chances and it was good that we took one. I made the run and Phil Foden found me perfectly. I needed to stay composed and luckily I did. We have to stay composed. 1-0 is 1-0. I expect similar over there. If the game is tight, we will have to attack a little bit more. And Pep Guardiola also had this to say after the game. We played an incredibly top side who are difficult to face. But it's a good result. We had chances to score a second and third. The guys were playing well. But Gabriel Jesus coming inside, it gave us special energy. And with Jack Grealish to keep the ball, the manager is so clever. Diego Simeone, the Atletico Madrid manager, also had this to say. He said, a good performance against an extraordinary team which manages to unite a lot of world-class footballers into a superb unit. We wanted to defend well, squeeze spaces and hit them on the counter-attack. But just as we looked like creating our best opportunities, they scored. In terms of the key stats in the game, Kevin De Bruyne's 11 goals in the UEFA Champions League have been scored in the knockout stages of the competition, including his last six. Atletico Madrid have only scored one goal in their last four trips to England, which was in the last round at Manchester United. Manchester City won 1-0 at home in the UEFA Champions League for the first time in 22 games, most recently beating Feyenoord by the same scoreline in 2017. Yet another game that was exciting is the Villarreal Bayern Munich with Villarreal beating Bayern Munich courtesy of Dan Juma's eighth-minute strike to give Villarreal a slender Champions League quarter-final lead over Bayern Munich. We'll take excerpts of that game from the Villarreal Stadium in Spain. Coverage of this UEFA Champions League quarter-final first leg tie as Spain's Villarreal take on Germany's Bayern Munich with either Liverpool or Benfica waiting in the last four. And you join us as the Villarreal supporters pump up the volume in style going through their anthems. Here's the Celso. Gerard Moreno back into Giovanni Lo Celso. Interesting, great little pullback, it's in! The flag might go up, Danjuma celebrates, and the flag has stayed down, and Villarreal have the lead inside eight minutes. Arno Danjuma diverting the ball in from Parejo's effort, which might have been goal-bound itself, but Danjuma scores, Villarreal lead. Well, their first real attack of any quality, of any note, the way that they moved the ball down the right-hand side. 
really was well crafted. They get the cross in. Uh, I'm not sure whether it's a mishit shot, but it flashes across to the left-hand side of the goal. And there's Dan Juma. Lacelso feeds the ball to Moreno down the right, and he's passed from underneath his feet into the on-running Lacelso cutback. It's a strike that may be just flashing wide of the far post, but Dan Juma's there to side for Villarreal into a really important lead. Totally unmarked. He's free to side for home. What a start. Parejo, clever run, good ball to Coquelin, Gerard Moreno, it's gone in! Coquelin scores for Villarreal, who lead by two! See, I've no doubt it was a cross, but Coquelin's going to claim it, and rightly so. Boy, it might be offside. It might well be. Well, the floating cross has dropped into the net, VAR are checking this, there are exuberant celebrations, ruled out for offside, I thought he looked offside Clyde, yeah just a fraction, when that ball was fed to him by Perejo, down the corner of the 18 yard box, Thomas Muller that's leading the press for Bayern on that occasion, Lewandowski into Muller, beautifully set up, Musiala looking for Muller, on it goes to Alfonso Davis, stepping inside of Juan Foyt, finding Gnabry. Gnabry, oh, Muller only needed to get anything on it. He can't believe he hasn't touched it. Good work from Bayern Munich, much better in that final third. Keeping possession, trying to create the shooting opportunity. And you can see Muller is offside, yeah. Media made contact from the Gnabry shot. But completely missed it. Gerard Moreno, decent hit, and hit the post, so unlucky, smashed against the face of Neuer's right hand post from Gerard Moreno. Intended for Muller, Moreno has time, he has space, and then a really fierce hit off the outside of his left boot, he just dips down and away from Neuer's at full stretch. So this has been very, very poor to him, but he only needs one chance. A stupid and forward down, Schumer, Moreno in the middle! Great blocking challenge. It's Davis who's back to make the all-important block. Speared through Kingsley Coman. Lewandowski's in the middle and Coman off target. There was a deflection on its way. It's a corner kick. Well, Coman's strike was headed over, but what a pass from Kimmich. And drives forward and looks for Giovanni Lo Celso. Upamecano is with it. Lo Celso has support. Pedraza! Lucas Hernandez forward. Good run too. The cross is met by Kingsley Coma and it's straight at Ruli on the half volley. Bayern Munich have been beaten away from home in a Champions League tie for the first time since 2017. Arno Danjuma's goal on eight minutes gives Villarreal a slender lead to take to Munich for the second leg. If Villarreal are the yellow submarine and Bayern Munich a mighty battleship, well the battleship has been holed but it's not yet been sunk. The second leg to come. Villarreal won. Bayern Munich nil. Villarreal definitely with the advantage in the second leg. Villarreal marked their first 
UEFA Champions League quarterfinal appearance since 2009 with a narrow first leg win against Bayern Munich. Thanks to Danjuma's early strike and Villarreal had conceded at home with a minute gone in the previous round but made a sharper start this time when Danjuma diverted Danny's shot beyond Manuel Neuer after eight minutes for a sixth goal in this season's competition. In terms of the key stats of the game, Villarreal are unbeaten in their last 10 home games in all competition, winning seven and recording three draws. The Spanish side have lost only one of their six home games against German teams in the UEFA club games, recording three wins, two draws, and one loss. The Europa League holders are unbeaten in their previous seven home games in the knockout phase of the UEFA Champions League. Bayern Munich's record of unbeaten 22 games in the UEFA Champions League came to an end yesterday, and they've kept that record since 2017, recording 17 wins and 5 draws away from home in the Champions League. The 2019-2020 champions failed to score for the first time in 31 UEFA Champions League games since their 0-0 draw at Liverpool in February 2019. This was only Bayern Munich's second defeat in their last 29 UEFA Champions League games, recording 26 wins, 2 draws. After the game, Julian, the Bayern coach, had this to say. He said, Villarreal are a hungry team. Even against one of the best teams in the world, even though we are humbled, we produce a tremendous performance. And frankly, the scoreline should have been bigger in our favor. Thomas Muller, the Bayern Munich forward, also had this to say. We will take the 1-0 result. We know that things could have been a lot worse. We have to pay a lot of respect to our opponents. Now, we need to pick ourselves back up for the return leg and hit back. Joshua Kimmich, the Bayern midfielder, also had this to say. We weren't in it at all in the first half. In the second, we risked more, but things got quite wild. We have to be honest and say that we have done well to come away with just a 1-0 score line. Dan Juma, caught up with us after the game and is adamant there is still a lot to improve after Villarreal beat Bayern Munich 1-0. Let's hear from Dan Juma. Now, it was a pretty special night being here just watching the game. What was it like to play in a game like this? Obviously, uh, very special. The Champions League nice. I think uh, they're uncomparable. Um, I'm standing here with a feeling that's still a bit dubious. I think um, obviously winning 1-0 against Bayern at home is good. But there's so much more that we can improve. I still feel that we're so much better than what we've shown today. Um, even myself, I had uh, a bit chance which I should have uh, taken a different decision with. Um, but then again, if you win 1-0 against Bayern, then there's still a lot to improve. <laughs> I think that that's, uh, that's a positive point. Uh, we spoke before the game and you told me you were sure that Unai Emery was going to come up with a plan uh, to face Bayern. What was that plan for tonight? I mean, I'm not sure if I should uh, lay it wide open at the moment because we've still got a second leg to play. Um, but I can assure you that... Um, you know, it's the tactical mastermind, the strategy uh, just always seems to work for us. We're confident in our manager and our manager's confident in us and it goes hand in hand. Um, and even today, I think that his um, plan 
was so good and that we even didn't uh, execute in the, in, the, in the best way because there were a lot of chances that we could have um, profited from more, uh, even myself. So there's a lot of positives to take. I can see you're still a little bit frustrated that it was only 1-0 <laughs> against Bayern. Yeah, only 1-0 and obviously I'm still a bit frustrated with, this, with the chance that I had. Um, but yeah, as I said earlier, I'm still, the feeling is still a bit dubious. Um, I'm grateful that I scored hard and that I helped the team uh, get a lead. Um, early, I think that's very important, especially when you play at home, especially against uh, if you play against Bayer. Um, and we'll make sure that we are focused and prepared for the second leg. Congratulations. Thank, thank you. you. It was a pretty special. So that is Dan Juma speaking in that interview. Another game that really caught the attention of the world, especially in West London, was the Chelsea-Real Madrid game. Chelsea losing 3-1 to Real Madrid. Let's take excerpts of that game. Champions League in a mouth-watering quarter-final between the holders of this prestigious trophy and the competition's most successful club. It's also a rerun of one of last season's semi-finals. Welcome to the first leg of Chelsea against Real Madrid. Welcome to Stamford Bridge in southwest London. In the opening ten minutes here, clever from Benzema. And there's a chance for Vinicius Junior here and he's hit the bar and his teammates look away in disappointment well Chelsea opened up yeah he's appealing for the corner that uh, Mendy got a touch on it but this is why Valverde's in the team for his legs his defensive capabilities as well as his ability to get forward and he lays it on a place and the plate effectively with Vinicius and he, yeah he just snatches at it gets under it but we talk about Benzema's goal scoring but that was a lovely flick there he goes and it's parried away by Courtois good contact from the goalkeeper well out of harm's way yeah yeah worth the shot if possible it's quite nice just to try and bounce one in front of the keeper in these conditions but that's not easy Benzema saying chase that again to Vinicius Junior Benzema coming in and scoring again, what a season he's having, what a great goal for Real Madrid. Chelsea nil, Real Madrid won in the 21st minute. Well, they're two star men, Vinicius and Benzema. How lethal is that fella in the box, around the box? He's enjoying the time of his life at 34. Making out a run in from the opposite flank and Benzema's there again, oh! Can you believe this? A top player at the very top of his game. Everything he touches turns to goals. And Real Madrid lead Chelsea by two. Benzema headers to nil. Well, two magnificent assists. Two wonderful headers. This time, Luka Modric with a first-time ball into his centre-forward. And there was never any doubt, was there? Jorginho, it's a clever ball for Havertz. Chelsea strike. Kai Havertz with his history of significant goals for this club. This is an important one here. Similar move, really. Really good ball into the box by Jorginho. And he times his run perfectly, Havertz. Oh, Benzema's got... Oh, he's missed it. Which is such a shock. And that could have been the two-goal advantage restored and a hat-trick 
in a half as he did in the second half against PSG. More brilliant play from Luka Modric. Kovacic, of course, is a former player of the Real Madrid. Oh, and Mendy, what's he done here? He's given Karim Benzema the gift of a hat-trick in the opening seconds of the second half. Well, he's good enough to have to work for goals, but when you give him a chance like that, it's total chaos. And that could be the determining factor when we finish the second leg next Tuesday. What a mess up. Chelsea twice winners of the Champions League ten years ago and one year ago. Mount! Oh, brilliant effort. Saw the possibility, very nearly executed it to perfection. Just too high. We've seen some efforts on goal tonight. And uh, you wouldn't have been surprised to see this one end up in the top right-hand corner. You've got to go some to beat Courtois. Kind of form is in. In towards Mount. Kovacic is there. Lukaku is there. Oh, and it's just flashed wide by Ziyech. Well, on that left foot of his, he'd have fancied him to keep this one down, control it a little better than this. It's a really good chance. And the holders have been hit hard here by the striker in world football with the magic touch at the moment. Karim Benzema, another hat-trick, having got through the round of 16 with his goals against Paris Saint-Germain. We reached the halfway stage in the tie at Chelsea 1, Real Madrid 3. So that game ending with Karim Benzema hat-trick it was indeed a great night for the french striker karim benzema's second successive uefa champions league hat-trick and real madrid a 3-1 lead over chelsea after the first leg of their quarter-final tie it was a very stunning display from the french striker in terms of the key stats from this game only three players have previously scored hat-tricks in back-to-back Champions League appearances. Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi in the 2016-2017 season and Luis Adrino in the 2014-2015 season. Benzema is now, has now scored 82 UEFA Champions League goals, just three behind third place Robert Lewandowski, in the all-time list, Benzema has scored 37 goals in 36 appearances in all competitions this season. Prior to this game, Chelsea had won each of their last six UEFA Champions League games at the Stamford Bridge without conceding. David Alaba made a centenary UEFA Champions League appearance group stage to the final, having, having first appeared in the competition for Bayern in March 2010. And that is it in terms of the key stats for that game. But after the game, Chelsea's coach, Thomas Tuchel, showed his disappointment after a miserable night for the Blues against Real Madrid. Let's hear from him. Thomas, a lot to process tonight, a lot to discuss. What's your reaction to that defeat? Well, it's a heavy loss. It was one of the worst first halves that, that, that I saw from 
last year at Stanford Bridge. On this kind of level, you cannot play like this uh, was, uh, individually as a team and um, from all of us was uh, by far not enough. We were like not doing what we were used to do and far, far, far from our standards and uh, then you lose games. We could see that in the first half. They were, they were very open and, and getting wide and finding a lot of space. Yeah, everything. It's not only open, like passing, where we pass, how we pass, when we pass, where do we attack, the ball possession game. There was uh, the, the intensity in challenges, the desire the, the, to win challenges, how we close spaces now. Like, the first half was so far from any standards that we set ourselves that we cannot complain when we lose this half. You got to foot back into the game with that have a skull, yeah. of course, and that gives you a chance. But then disaster yeah. strikes yes, straight if after. If you if you if you have the skull, you have the energy back, and I, we still. I mean, we have in second half, I think, 16 shots to to one shot. Yeah, you can you can always come back. You can equalize. You can win it. But uh, if you if you kill the game yourself after 48 minutes, it's it's harder and harder, of course. Still, we had uh, chances in second half um, to make it a 3-2, which. Could be crucial, but um, not today. You're a little bit downcast now, but you're still going to battle on. There's still a chance. Sorry? You look a little bit downcast. Down, downcast. Downcast. If you look a bit fed up. Well, 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 what do you expect exactly. to stand here and smile over that? No, no, not no. at all. I'm saying that you will still have to go to Madrid. It's no, you don't step. have to go to Madrid. We have to go to Southampton. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is very, very important to process this first absolutely crucial that we first go to Southampton and I will make sure that everybody processes this because this is the absolutely most important now because if we keep on playing like this we will lose in Southampton and then we don't need to think about Bernabeu we will get hammered in Bernabeu. Thank you Thomas. That is Thomas Tuhal speaking abrasively in that interview. At the press conference he still believes the tie is not over for Chelsea. Real Madrid manager Carlo Ancelotti spoke to the media at Stanford Bridge following his side's 3-1 win over his former employers Chelsea. A Karim Benzema hat-trick gave Madrid a great advantage going into next week's Champions League quarter-final second leg. Let's hear from the Madrid boss. <laughs> I don't know. I still think that Chelsea is a fantastic team with a fantastic player. Is a fantastic club. I have a fantastic memory of this club. The period that I spent here, it was amazing, and and I still think that it will be tough for us the next game against them. And for this, we are focused, and the only thing that we can think. Oh, I think that Chelsea will be forever in my heart first, and I hope in the in one of the best team in Europe as uh, they did uh, in the past years. Perdóname, Mister. Ahora sí, las dos últimas preguntas en inglés. No, yes, the last two questions in English. Talked about the two headers by Benzema. So, uh, have, you, have you seen a player with two headers like that in a game before? 
I don't know. Benzema is a really complete, not striker player, because Benzema, of course, uh, scored a lot of goals, and for this is really important, but for sure he, he helped a lot. Uh, the team in possession, he moved, he's only in the right position, and all in the box, and so uh, we are really happy and lucky to have him. Another one? Uh, what was the what's the big reception that you got from the How do you think you handled it? And do you think you got that sense of community work? The reception, I don't know. The, 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 the supporter can have an opinion. I think that he was here. He didn't have a good time here. And I think that, that, that sometimes uh, that this, this kind of reception means that the supporter has a lot of respect of his quality, of his ability, and and that's it. Important doesn't affect Courtois. It's really well tonight. That's Real Madrid boss Carlo Ancelotti speaking at that press conference. We also caught up with him one on one, and he gave his reflection on that convincing three-one win against current UEFA Champions League holders Chelsea at the Stanford Bridge. Let's hear from him. Carlo, that must be a very satisfying night for you. No, we played well. Honestly, we had a good control of the game. We were good uh, to build up from the back. Dangerous in counter-attack. So it was a good night, but it's only the first half of this uh, round. Uh, and we have to look forward to prepare the next game. But does that feel like one of the more complete performances from the side this season, maybe? Right, well... Um, it was really good. I think that uh, we, we showed good organization defensively offensively. We were dangerous counter-attack. We had a fantastic performance in front from Benzema. They scored three goals and uh, yeah, it was a good performance. Vinicius was causing a lot of problems in the first half. You've got that right, haven't you? Vinicius in the first half, Junior. Repeat. In the first half, you had a lot of, a lot of particularly wide positions. Yeah, no, I think that that helped us, uh, the fact that uh, we were good from the back uh, to, to build up, to find space between lines, and then uh, with, with Benzema and Vinicius, we were dangerous. There's still a job to be finished, but do you feel you have a big advantage now? Yeah, we have advantage. We have to be honest, no confidence. We have to, to, to prepare the next game in the league, and then Tuesday it will be another game. We have a lot of very expected this team that is still the winner of the Champions League and so today I think we did better and next game we never know. Thank you, Carlo. So that is Carlo Ancelotti wrapping up today's edition of the UEFA Champions League highlights and reaction from the first leg games. As always, it's been a pleasure coming your way with today's episode. Don't forget that as you enjoy doing the listening Keep sharing the UEFA Champions League podcast and also keep subscribing on the notification button on calling platform, on Apple Podcasts, as well as on Spotify. Until same time next week when we come your way with the second leg of the UEFA Champions League, it's bye for now. <music>